Hi, welcome to the One to One Thing podcast. My name is Steve Light, a seasoned IT manager and personal development coach, unpacking what it takes to have a meaningful one-to-one conversation at work, home, and in our head. We all live lives full of conversations that range from awkward to impossible. Join me as we learn to navigate the one-to-one thing. Hi, and welcome to the one-to-one thing. I came across some lectures by a professor, Mark Leary, a psychology and neuroscience professor at Duke University on impression management. And in the age of social media and remote connection, making an impression has become more than just showing up smart for an interview or for a date. One definition of the word impression is a mark impressed on a surface, which is what we do when we transfer an idea, an action, opinion to someone else. We all try to manage the impression we give to ourselves and to others. So I wanted to explore this topic a bit more today. So I guess the place to start is why do impressions matter? At the core, we are a learning social animal. When we're born, everything makes an impression on us. We start making an impression on ourselves at around 15 months old, where we become more self-aware and can recognize our actions and gestures in a mirror. Impressions are part of the way we understand the world. And as we grow and develop our communication, we see how the way we behave has an impact or impression on others. To function in society, we need to connect. It creates safety and security or a sense of certainty that allows us to be curious and grow. Fitting in is important. We want to belong and we want to matter to those around us. It all comes down to our desire to be seen heard, valued and appreciated. We will create an impression of ourselves to others that will get us what we want. The others we are presenting ourselves to can vary in the way they connect to us. The impression given to our immediate family will be different to the impression given to friends, acquaintances, co-workers and the general public. Just as we are constantly on the lookout for threats and dangers in our world, We are also on the lookout for connection and safety. So managing our impression plays a big part of showing that we belong. Impression management can sound like something you do to trick people into liking you or pretending to be something that you're not. Just be yourself. You don't need to impress anyone. Be real. Be authentic. We hear this all the time. But the fact of the matter is my interaction with another person is taking place through the impression they are giving to me. They do it consciously or subconsciously, but regardless, it's the impression that I'm connecting with first. Our impressions are amoral, in the sense that they are neither good nor bad. It's better to look at them as either helping us or hindering us. Appearing clumsy or awkward on a first date could be endearing to your date, who finds it cute, or a real turn-off, as they may see you as incompetent. We all use social norms to shape or manage the impression we give to others. Our clothes, makeup, manners and accessories like jewellery, watches, phones, cars, all leave an impression which we shape to our advantage. Someone isn't less real or authentic if they dress up for an occasion when they spend most of their days in sweatpants and a dressing gown. We get a sense of falseness in people when they act in very different ways to the reality of the situation. When they play the room or put on a show to impress people, we can usually see that for what it is. This is the case where your impression management 
is probably not working for you. Our impression management should vary to accommodate the situation we're in. This is healthy and normal as we respond to the feedback our impression is giving. Like the Bible says, you rejoice with those who rejoice and you weep with those who weep. This is sympathy and in many cases it's the positive thing to do. So all this got me thinking, how do we create an impression? Going back to the basic definition of a mark impressed on a surface, I think of it like one of those rubber stamps and an ink pad making a print on paper. The rubber stamp represents our essential self, who we are as we understand ourselves. Our cognitive and emotional self is in alignment. The ink represents the actions, beliefs, behaviours that we place on ourselves. And the paper represents the impression that is presented to others in a particular context. People instinctively respond to what's on the paper without even thinking about the ink or the stamp. We do this in varying degrees all the time, even if the impression or the paper is only shown to ourselves. So we can modify the impression we make by changing something about the stamp, the ink or the paper. The easiest and quickest thing to manage is the paper. We can determine who sees it. For example, we have impressions that we give to specific groups, like our workmates or church people or social group or family. If we find ourselves in a mixed group setting, playing two distinct impressions to a mixed audience could be difficult or even embarrassing. That's why we sometimes work to keep groups apart. We don't invite family to a work do or vice versa. We can often explain away the expressions or messages on paper without necessarily changing the ink or the stamp. The next level of our impression management is the ink. It's the behaviours, the actions, beliefs that we put down on paper. Changing the ink of our behaviours, actions and beliefs is more involved. It has more permanence and it's the layer between the stamp and the paper. If we lay the ink on too thin, we're not able to transfer the impression of the stamp to the paper and it makes it hard to read. If we lay the ink on too thick, the impression is all ink, no stamp. This feels fake since we can't see the stamp clearly. When we make our impression all about the behaviours, actions and beliefs without seeing the person behind it, we get a sense of incongruence or falsehood. There's a pretense about the actions. On the flip side, if we play down the qualities we possess by not showing our actions, behaviours and beliefs, then we're not given a true impression of the person we are either. This is often where we sell ourselves short. I know for me, blowing my own trumpet feels like too much ink on the stamp, so I wipe it all off. Now I'm left with an impression that isn't representing me in the best way. Finding that balance is the key. The fundamental level of impression management is the stamp. This is the source of the impression you're trying to make. You want to be accurately represented in a way that benefits you. The stamp has to contain all the elements of the impressions you're trying to make. The stamp represents who you are, your essential self. While it might be harder to change, it's not permanent. Conditions and circumstances may cause you to change certain features of your stamp, which changes the impression you leave, regardless of the ink or paper. Being introduced to a faith, becoming a husband and a father were things that changed my stamp. A combination of changes in any of the elements stamp, ink, paper, will impact the impression you make. How do you know your impressions are accurate and beneficial? You need feedback. 
a trusted advisor, friend or coach can help. Feedback from society may be helpful in generalities where you want to make an impression based on social norms. But when it comes to the accurate representation of who you are, that requires someone who can work with you to uncover that. So the conclusion of the matter, we all do impression management of ourselves. You can't not make an impression. Even if no one's around, we make impressions of ourselves to ourselves. I didn't touch on impression management of others, and that may be a topic for another podcast. Understanding the how and the why of impression management can help us in how to use it in a positive and authentic way. Using impression management for manipulation is always going to be short-lived and harmful for you and for others. So we need to embrace the work of impression management. The stamp, the ink and the paper are unique to each of us and stay true to who we are and represent ourselves in the best possible way. I hope you enjoyed the episode. There's so much more to unpack on this topic and I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can reach out to me through the contact links or join me on Tuesdays, 4.30pm GMT, where I have a LinkedIn live audio session to discuss this or any other topics from previous podcasts. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me today. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. My details and links are in the show notes.